0: Of this um, important topic, we've started with which is family background. Before we go ahead, let's have a word of prayer.
1: And so, Father, we thank you for the first day in this program and what you revealed to us. We are here again, we are expectant. And we're looking forward to hearing you speak. We know the grace is there for us to implement whatever you say. And we know your thoughts concerning us to give us a future and a hope. So, Father, we appreciate you. We'll receive your word now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, it's nice
0: to have you again. Um, I just want you to know that family is divinely conceived it is God who patterned it and he gave it a mandate and we have a mission so the mission is to reflect the nature, the character and the lifestyle of God and to manage his estate right because he said "Be fruitful multiply and have dominion so we are to govern We are to manage his estate. It's like we're the sons of God whereby we take charge of the estate of God and look after it. So it is important that family know the purpose of their existence, that the family bring up their children in order to extend the kingdom of God, in order to make the world see the true light And the salt so that together we'll be able to reflect the glory of God so last time we you know rounded off by saying that every family must recognize the purpose of God in their lives and that conflict comes when we try right to be somebody else wanting to look at things from our own perspective and impose it on the others So, and we said that to come together, we need a common standard, which is the Word of God. And because we are from the same Spirit, right, we need the Holy Spirit to lead us. And what are all the other things we need to do practically to make sure that we are working together, we are aligning, we are, you know, chipping off all the extras that will distract us from the purpose for which God has brought us together. What are some of the other things we can do together as a husband and wife?
1: First of all, <clears throat> let me retract a little bit to say that because you are a summary of generational, generational transformation. Yes. And I am a summary of generational transformation and from different backgrounds. The way we look at any particular issue might not be exactly the same. Yes. But the important thing we must must establish here now is Mm. how do we solve that problem? Okay. We have to face it, recognize it, and solve it. And thank God, He has given us one standard. He has given us one salvation, and one spirit. The Bible is our standard. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is our guide. Yeah. And these two complement one another. They are the same. Okay. So if I'm focused. I want to live my life, interpret the issues of life, everything in line with these two standards. And you do?
0: Yes, definitely. Then
1: together, we, are, we have this. We have less problems, less issues.
0: Yes, we have the same focus. And yeah. when we have the same focus, our children also be able to learn from us and have the same focus, focusing on God. Something like. Having family altar together will make us to have the same mind concerning the scripture. We are learning the same values. And also having the same, going to the same church. Because if you go to different churches, the leanings are different. And it's the leanings that actually uh, 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 speak about our day-to-day living. And if we have conflict in that area, we may not walk in tandem. So what if we go to the same church, it can help us. Then having this, um, maybe listening to tapes together, the same kind of tapes, you know, the doctrine will study particular body of knowledge on issues. Like if we have issues of anger in the family, then we need to go back to the scriptures and read The body of knowledge on anger so that we know the mind of God on anger and pick the principles to work with so that on that same line, we know what God says about it. We know what we should do about it and we know how to influence one another positively. Other things are like um, interactions, sitting together to talk, to chat, be friends, have fun together. With that, we begin to reveal who we are. at different, you know, scenario, different events of life. We'll be able to unfold ourselves. But believe you me, some of us are coming from a position of hurt from our background. Hurt from our parents. Some parents have so much, maybe they don't believe in us, they believe in other children. And then we are pushed at the back. So we have inferiority complex. For example, like David. All the other children were in the house when Samuel came to anoint. David was at the backside of the desert looking after the sheep. And if you read Psalms, he talks so much about his loneliness. And that is why he found solace in God rather than find solace in, you know, doing other things that are not godly. So the heart that we carry, the inferiority complex, the the, the, the heart that our parents have given to us as a result of the wedding they, they, they don't understand us. How do we deal with the hurt in our life? How do we deal with it? Because it's, it's now going to influence our relationship. We take our hurt on our children. We take our hurt on our husbands. How do we resolve this issue?
1: If you remember when we started our relationship,
0: yes,
1: we didn't know the much that we know now. Yes. But there was something we were agreed upon. Yeah. And I remember vividly stating it clearly yeah. that you are coming into this relationship mm. with your assets yeah. and liabilities. True. I am coming into this relationship mm. with my assets mm. and liabilities. Yeah. And both of us should seek that body of knowledge. That we utilize our assets Mm. so we can liquidate our liabilities.
0: Great, it's true. I
1: remember. Now, that is the summary Mm. of all that we are going to discuss now Mm. in terms of handling the conflicts. We have conflicts not because we want to have conflicts. Mm. We have conflicts because we are coming from different different backgrounds. backgrounds. That's our family backgrounds and understanding. Mm. Family backgrounds are critical to harmonious living. Mm. Now, number one, we need to have as much information as we can gather. We must not be shy. We must not be shy at all Mm. in what has happened to us in the past. Some may sound shameful. Some may be what we do not really expect to happen, and might be shy of them. But for the sake of that one purpose, Mm. for the sake of that one goal, for the sake of going in one direction, for the sake of reducing hurts Mm -hmm. and frictions, these things are more important than the shyness and protecting our background. Yes. Everybody has a background. Everybody we are not in control of our past, Mm-mm. but we are in control of what we do now Mm-mm. to safeguard our future. Yes. So number one, must let information flow.
0: Let information flow.
1: We must go back to our mm-hmm. background, fish out whatever is. Why what am I behaving the way I behave?
0: Yes. So the root cause. The
1: what comf- of our culminated into my behaving the way I behave. So my interpreting your actions, the way I interpret them, okay. there must be a cause. Yes. So I must know them. Okay. And handle them as external issues. Yes. When you get to a point where you are telling your wife, this is who I am, you must accept me like this, mm. then you are beginning to miss it. Mm. 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 Yes, you may be like that now, but the way you are, is it helpful to our relationship and even to the
0: purpose for which God has brought and you together. And for the purpose
1: for that for, for that relationship. Will
0: it be helpful to the next generation? We must take
1: responsibility
0: yeah.
1: for who we are. Take responsibility for doing what we can do yeah. with all the resources God has made available yeah. to chart uh, a more fruitful course.
0: Yes, we need a more fruitful course because there are so many things that are happening in the world that are alarming. It is. Right. Alarming. so we, the next generation need us to align with the will and purpose of God, following God's principle, so that they can have a way of overcoming the challenges that the world is posing. Look at the LG, uh, LGBTB LGBT and Q.
1: <laughs> LGBT.
0: Yes, lesbians. You know, uh, gay, mm. bisexual, transgender. And queer. They are now choosing their family. They are now coming together. And if the children do not know the pattern that the Lord has given to us in the scriptures, they may likely want to follow. So we need to lay backgrounds. We need to lay foundation, solid foundation, buried in the word of God. Not only reading it, but let them see it in our lives. So let us know that some of the hearts that we have, and we are transmitting it in our homes. They compound the uh, conflict that we have at home. And also, may not give us a clear conscience. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have a clear conscience, it's going to affect our relationship with God. It's going to affect our faith. It's going to affect our relationship one with another. Mm-hmm. So we would like to discuss how we can have a clear conscience, one with another. How do we have a clear conscience, one with another, so that we are free in our minds in order to, uh, to actually move? Mm. What about wanting the other person to be like me? Now, God has in his infinite mercy, in Romans chapter 12, from verse 6 to 8, You have the father's gift. Every family has redemptive gift. God gave every family gifts to bring into the world for the benefits of the world. But sin has perverted it. But if you read Romans chapter 12 verse 6 to 8, it tells us that some are leaders, some are givers, some are encourager, some are prophets, some are they have mercy gifts, and so on and so forth. There are seven of them. These gifts manifest in each and every one of us in certain, uh, you know, quanti- I mean, quality. But our environment, the interaction with our environment, coupled with 75% of our family uh, uh, um, inheritance, family genes, and so on, will probably modify some of these things. But they are there. So I need to know who I am. If I am an organizer, basically by nature, and you are a a mercy gift, I may be very stern in order to get things organized. And you may be so merciful to say, I should slow down. That will bring conflict. But if I understand that my leadership role and your mercy gift, they have a way of working together to produce what God wants i will listen to you i will pick what is important to add to whatever it is that i have so wanting me to be like you will not really solve the problem i should be who i am so what do you have to say with that
1: yeah this is a very important point because and god has solved this problem Mm. for us christians yes I cannot insist that you be me.
0: Mm.
1: You cannot insist that I be you.
0: Okay.
1: Then there will be no adventure.
0: There will be no adventure. It's true.
1: Then there will be no spice to our relationship. It's true. But then God has given us one goal. Yeah. He has predestinated us mm. to be conformed to the image of His dear Son. Alleluia. And that one image is where all both all of, of us, us were focused was focused. On. Because we're coming from different backgrounds. It's true. We're focusing on what? And the closer we are to being like Christ, mm. the more we'll be like each other. Yeah. But I cannot insist that you must be like me. Because so I'm the husband, or, you are know, my wife. Yeah. I pay bright price. Mm. That will work. So,
0: what we are hoping for is a triangle. That's it. Uh, the more we want to be like Christ, the closer we are to each other. To another. I do hope that with all your questions, we'll be able to look at this triangle, how we become like Christ in our relationship, and so that we can become one with the family of God in heaven and on earth. It's a beautiful adventure.